Hallelujah, hallelujah. Those of you who are in the sanctuary, if you're able, stand on your feet, put those blessed hands together. Let's give the Lord the praise that he so richly and rightfully deserves. Let me try that one more time. Let's give God the praise he so richly and rightfully deserves. Let me try that one more time for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Keep it right there, Scott. Keep it right there. Keep it right there. How many of y'all know that it is the last day of 2021 and you would not be where you are had it not been for the Lord bringing you this far? How many of you all know he didn't bring you a long way, but he brought you all the way? Let me try that one more time. He didn't bring you a long For every mountain, you brought me. This is our New Year's Eve service. Uh, In some places, they call it watch night. But this is our New Year's Eve service. And and, and many of us have to attest to the fact that had it not been for the Lord on our side, ain't no telling where we would be right now. And so we gather in this space to give God the praise. So for those of you all who are watching us this evening, if you're on Facebook or YouTube or engaging in our live chat room on our church website. Welcome to St. Paul Online. 
Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this evening. We would love for you to share this experience with others. If you're watching us on Facebook, share it on your personal timeline without starting a separate watch party. We want to make sure we stay in the same chat stream. Tag those you want to invite to this post. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel and text the link of this worship service to your personal network. And if you're in the chat room on our church website, click on the invite button in your chat window to share this experience with others. Also, we would love for you to, if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or our church website, just put in the location where you're watching us from. Be it Charlotte, Hidden Valley, Statesville, Columbia, South Carolina, Lancaster, South Carolina, Indian Trails, we, wherever you're watching us from, just put it in the chat. We would love to know where you're watching us from and, of course, give you a shout-out through our media as far as that is concerned. So we're looking forward to the Lord doing a wonderful thing tonight. This is going to be a moment of reflection, a moment of remembrance, a moment of lament, a moment to give God praise, a moment to show generosity, and a moment to tell the Lord thank you. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm just glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to ask that Minister Eric Edwards will come. He's going to give us our scripture lesson. And then, uh, no, first of all, y'all have a song to sing, right? Sing your song, Joy. And then after that, then Eric will come and give us our scripture as well as our prayer for tonight. And then we'll guide the rest of this worship experience. Down deep 
Amen, amen. We serve a God who gives us joy. Is anybody glad about it tonight that our God, our good and gracious God, continues to give us joy? Our scripture for this evening would come from Psalm 96, verses 1 through 4. And it reads, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Let's go to God in prayer. Oh God, we come to you on this very last day of 2021 just to say thank you. Oh God, we're so grateful that you have brought us here. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, God, we're so thankful that, God, you're still faithful. That, God, you haven't given up on us despite all that we do. And, God, on this evening, we just ask that you saturate your Holy Spirit in this place, oh God. Allow us to feel you. Allow us to feel your presence. God, move from pew to pew. For those who's watching online, move in their kitchens, in their living room. God, allow us to praise you. Because you're just that good, God allows to worship and to magnify you because you're just that great. So God, have your way this evening. And God, we're going to praise you for all that you've done throughout this whole year. And God, we're going to give you a praise for what we know that you're about to do starting tomorrow. So God, have your way and you will be glorified. God, we love you. We just say thank you for who you are, for being the God of our lives. Thank you for being our Lord and Savior. It is in your blessed son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Come on, give the Lord the praise he so richly and rightfully deserved. Um, tonight, um, in talking with my staff, um, we wanted to do something different. And... I'll be honest, this is a first for me to even introduce this concept as far as this moment of worship. And we want to have what we call this a time of lament. Um, and what is lament? What is lament? That is to, to reflect and to um, pour your heart out to God about the pain you've experienced. Tonight, we are going to do some things a little bit differently because what we're going to do at this particular moment is we're going to have the names of persons who have died from COVID. Those names will scroll on the screen. After those names will scroll on the screen, then I'm going to come to you all with a litany of lament. It was prepared by our own Reverend Brenda Richardson, and she did a wonderful job of preparing this litany. We're going to come with a litany of lament, and then we're going to go to God in prayer. Um, the names that of persons who have died from COVID, it's going to take about about two minutes to scroll through. And so I'm just going to ask if Scott would just play something that would be deemed appropriate. And then I'll come back with that lament 
That's, that's good right there. So at this time, uh, if you would turn your attention to the screen. And then at the end of service, right before the benediction, we're going to have the names that you all have sent in of loved ones who have died in 2021. In fact, just got a call uh, notice today of another one of our disciples who have made her transition. Uh, the saints of old used to say that death, that every year has its number. And uh, 2021 ain't through yet. So um, at that particular moment, we're going to have those names. They will be scrolling. Uh, and I'm going to ask if we could just patiently wait for all of those names to scroll. And uh, then we'll have the benediction and close out tonight. So at this particular time, if you would, those that are watching us online, as well as those that are in the sanctuary, if you would, uh, uh, turn your attention to the screen. And uh, let's think about the loved ones that have been lost to COVID really from the end of 2019 up until now.
I don't know about anybody else, but seeing those names did something to me. But God is great and greatly to be praised. St. Paul, family and friends, those that are watching us online as well as those that are in-house, we, we serve a mighty God. We serve a God that knew there would be times in our lives that just praying would not be enough. God knew there would be times in our lives that repeating the Lord's Prayer that Jesus taught his disciples may not be enough. God knew that supplication, that is asking for what we need, simply wouldn't be enough. God knew there would be times when a prayer of thanksgiving, thanking God for everything we have, wouldn't be enough. God has given us a way that's more than enough. God has given us a way to approach him that is more than enough when the realities of our sorrow, our frustration, our heartaches, and yes, our complaints require answers from God. It is through the prayers of lament that we can bring the deep hurt and pain caused by loss and sorrows to our God. It is through the prayers of lament that we can give God our sorrows and complaint. Some may see it as a contradiction of how we have been taught to pray. But the Bible says we do not sorrow like those who have no hope. We learn in the scriptures at funerals that so often the meaning has become meaningless or watered down. But this passage lets us know that we do not have to handle our sorrow by ourselves. We do not have to handle our pain the way the world does. Nor do we have to carry it with us indefinitely because you and I have a hope. We have confidence in this truth that our God can carry our grief, our sadness, our sorrows, and our tears. And what is more, we can tell God about it through the prayer of lament. The lament is a shift. Instead of us asking God, we can have a real conversation with God real about our sorrow, real about our pain, real about our hurt, go to the depths of our soul. In fact, you know, we talk about having a little talk with Jesus, tell him all about our trouble, but I don't want you to have a little talk with Jesus. I want you to have a big talk. I want you to tell him about your troubles. I want you to tell him about your despair. I want you to tell him about your pain, your hurt. It's through this prayer that we take our time and we prostrate ourselves at the feet of God. We acknowledge that what we're doing is on our own is not working. Medicating yourself ain't working. Drinking yourself to a drunken stupor ain't working. 
taking drugs, it's not working. Going shopping, spending money you don't have, buying things you don't need, trying to impress folks that you don't like ain't working. And watch this. Even coming to church sometimes ain't working. We cry, we pray, nothing seems to get any better. The hurt still hurts like it happened just a few moments ago. Rather than weeks, days, months, or even years ago. So tonight, tonight, let's lament. We serve an amazing God. We serve a God that welcomes us to bring our sorrow, our sense of loss, our pain. God invites us to do this because God has given us a framework to do it in the scriptures. So as I ask you to share your lament tonight, even through your mask, for those that are watching us online in your personal space, I want you to know that you can speak to God in your own way about your sorrow, your hurt, and your pain. So disciples of St. Paul and all of those who are joining us virtually, this is your moment. This is your time to add your own sorrow and loss in this moment, in this space of prayer. Here's the thing. What is your complaint? What is it that is hurting you? What's keeping you up late at night? Let us all join in this community. Communal lament, family lament, church lament, personal lament. And I'm just going to ask that if you want to do it silently or audibly, give God your honest lament in your own way. And then I will lead us in a litany. Whatever you're struggling with, just lay it before the Lord. You don't like what's going on politically. You don't like what's happening with COVID. Whatever is struggling right now, give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Jesus. 
Do you all trust God? I'm going to lead us in a moment of lament. And where I pause, I just want you to say, Lord, help us. So when I pause or stop, you just say, Lord, help us. Let us pray. Oh God, our Father, hear our prayer of lament. We have no one to turn to but you. Oh God, do not turn away. Do not ignore our prayer. Incline your ear to us right now. Because God, we pray to no avail. We wake up and our pain is still there. We cry. We even do our ugly cry and nothing happens. We go to our secret closet and we cry there and dry our tears, but nothing has changed. Our sorrow is still there. Our pain of having lost a loved one is still there. And God, we're honest tonight. You seem so far off. Can't grasp it. There's no relief. God, where are you? Do you hear our plea for release and relief tonight? We're burdened by a new reality. Loneliness has come to our homes. We can't call or talk to the one we used to talk to. No one to share a meal with. No one truly understands our pain. Congregation respond. God, our new reality was unexpected. The resulting financial burdens is too much to bear. We ain't prepared for the bills on top of the pain of loss, congregation. God, we really have not grieved the way we wanted to because of our new COVID reality. Had to do graveside services. Couldn't have a funeral at the church like we wanted to. Couldn't say a proper goodbye. There was no time. We couldn't share the pain with nobody else because before we could even begin to heal from one death, another loved one died. Before we could even start the grief from our first loss. God, it ain't fair, congregation. We've had the social distance for the last two years from family and friends. But God, let us not be socially distant from you. Draw near to us even right now, congregation. The loneliness, the hurt, the pain, the sorrow, the suffering, the trial, the trouble seems too much to bear, Lord. We need you to be our burden bearer congregation. Psalm 142 says, I cry out with my voice. With my voice to the Lord, I make my supplication. I pour out my complaint before you, God. And I declare before you my trouble. Let's bow our heads in prayer. God of our weary years. God of our silent tears. We come to you on the last night of 2021. God, we pour out our hearts to you right now. Some verbally and others silently. But God, you know the inner working of our spirit. 
spirit. And we come to you right now, God, because there's no one else that we can turn to, nobody else that can help us to navigate this dark moment. Nobody else that can help us to get through this this moment, this valley. We need you now, God. And, and, and Lord, we, we just want to know you're there. However you decide to move, we're going to trust you. Lord, it's so tough right now. And yet, Lord, we come to you as your children before their daddy. We come to you as your children before their mama. And we cry and we weep. We don't sorrow as those who have no hope because, Lord, we know some things we'll understand better by and by. But, Lord, if you would, just touch right now. In the name of your son, Jesus. Somebody just need a touch right now, Lord. To know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy can come in the morning. Somebody need to know, God, that their prayers and their supplications just ain't going into the air and hitting the roof. But it's reaching the sovereign cosmic God who can do anything but fail. Somebody needs to be reminded that you catch our tears in the palm of your sovereign hands. Somebody needs to know that when our mother and father forsake us because of death, you are there to pick us up. Somebody needs to know, oh God, that when their loved one has been snatched from this reality, that because of their faith in you through Jesus Christ, that they are healed, they are whole, they are made better. Somebody needs to know you can take the pain away. So God, right now, if you would, just move. God, we don't want to carry this burden in 2022. Would you move? We don't want to carry this uncertainty into 2022. Would you move? We don't want to carry this doubt into 2022, Lord, would you move? Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. And Lord, we're going to seal this prayer as crazy as it sounds. We're going to seal this prayer with a praise. Trusting and believing that you've heard our cries and you see our tears and you understand our pain and you will help us to get through this discomfort. We believe you'll take the pain away. So God, we're going to seal this with a praise and we're going to tell you thank you. We're we going to seal this with the praise. Thank you, Reverend Brenda Richardson, for writing this litany. We're going to seal this with the praise and make the devil mad as hell. We're going to seal this with the praise because he don't want us to give you any praise. We're going to seal this with the praise. 
in Jesus' name. Anybody believe he's answering the prayer right now? I love you, Jesus. Can y'all help me? I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you. Just want to tell you that I love you. More. Can y'all help me with this? Anybody feel like standing up tonight and just making the devil mad? You just lamented. Now you're going to give a praise. I love you, Jesus. I worship. I worship. I Just want to tell you. Just want to tell that you. That I love you. Lord, I love you. More. I tell you tonight in your living room, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in your dining room, lift up those hands in the sanctuary. I love you, Jesus. I love you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I worship. I worship. together even after a lament and give him praise because how many of y'all know that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away blessed be the name of the Lord how, how many of y'all really believe that though he slay me yet I will trust him how many of y'all know that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they'll mount up with wings as eagles they'll run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint how many of y'all really believe that nothing can separate you from the love of God, not height, not death, not age, or not principality, nor things present, nor things to come, nor death itself can separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just need you all to do set the atmosphere. 
Come on, just give God praise right now. I ain't gonna tell y'all how to praise him. If you wanna clap, clap. If you wanna shout, shout. However you wanna do it, but I dare you just take about 10 seconds to give God praise tonight. I'm gonna do the countdown for you. 10. Come on, give God praise. 9. Come on, give. Give God praise. 8. Come on, give God praise. 7. Come on, give God praise. 6. Give God praise. 5. Give God praise. 4. Give God praise. 3. Give God praise.
Hallelujah. I know this is different from Sunday morning and from revival and as far as I'm concerned from any other watch night service I've been a part of. I know it's different. But sometimes you just gotta flow with the spirit. Yeah. 
music. Thank you, Lord. Helping us with worship. Thank you, Lord. Fill them in this place. Ah, I know y'all ain't playing for all that. Oh, God knows I did. Listen, we're getting ready to receive the Lord's offering so we can get to this word for tonight. As we prepare to receive the Lord's offering, ah, several ways you can give. You can give by mailing your check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, North Carolina. Let me share just just share with you any anything that has been postmarked before or on 1231 will count toward this year for the offering. Any offering you give tonight will count toward this year, 2021. Any Offering that is postmarked by 1231 will count for this year. That, that's the way we have to legally do it. Uh, if it's postmarked after 1231, we have to count it for next year. You can also give tonight physically. And you can give also digitally through our church website, ACS or Church Life. And you can give through Givelify. Uh, so, for those that are watching us at home, as well as those that are in the sanctuary, uh, if you have an offering tonight that's physical or digital, if you would take that offering and let's lift it toward the heavens. And let's give God thanks for it. God, we come and we thank you that you've allowed for us to see the last worship experience of 2021. And now God, as we come to you tonight and we give the last offering for this year, bless it. You've been better than good. <laughs> yeah, you've been better than good. And God, we're not giving because we're looking for a tax write-off. We're giving because we love you and this is what you desire for us to do. God, take these gifts of ours and multiply them in a Godful way. So that your work, word, witness, and worship can continue to go forth and go through the tribe, the family of the St. Paul Church. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, who is the greatest gift of all. 
that name we pray. Amen. If you have a physical paper offering, there's a basket in front of you. On the pew in front of you, you can put it in that basket. You don't have to touch it. Our count team will receive that offering. And uh, I ask that you all would lift up the word of God in prayer.
Jacob said, surely the Lord is in this place. Thank you. Um, can we just give God praise for our incredible music ministry? Before we to the text tonight. I also just want to thank God for our ushers, our medical team, our first impression. Let's give God praise for them. For our media, for our musicians, uh, and for um, Reverend Richardson, thank you for pulling together that lament. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. She just had a birthday yesterday, so I, I think she vacillated between being happy and lamentous. But you did a wonderful job of pulling together that lament. I, I want to um, call our attention to Genesis 32, verse 22. Um, and, and there was a phrase that arrested me uh, when I read this passage that hollered out, preach me for New Year's. Um, I'm gonna ask that, Darius, if you could uh, take some of the airish sound I'm experiencing. Um, Genesis uh, 32, starting at verse 22. And these words are printed from the New King James Version of Scripture. And he arose that night and took his two wives and his two female servants and his 11 sons and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. 
he, Jacob, took them, sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Verse 24. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. I really could stop right there. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he, this man, said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. (laughs) He said to him, what's your name? He said, Jacob. He said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you've struggled with God and prevailed. You struggle with God and with men, rather, and prevail. Then Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray. He said, why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face. And my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle that shrank, which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. I want to talk about tonight on the last night of 2021, wrestling with God. Wrestling with God. I grew up in a little town called Monticello, Mississippi. I used to stay with my mama. And there were three shows that Momo used to like to watch. Sanford and Son, Young and the Restless, and Wrestling. And I grew up not with some of these newfangled folks, but, but the wrestlers I grew up with in the late 70s and early 80s, some of y'all may not ever heard of them. Like the Junkyard Dog. Ted DiBiase. Uh, Jim Hacksaw Duggan. And Ric Flair. Just to name a few. And me and my mama, we used to love to watch wrestling. And I was just surprised because my mama was relatively up in age, but when wrestling came on, Lord, she would lose her dentures. <laughs> Talking back to the television. It, it, it was interesting, uh, Eric, watching those wrestlers come off the top ropes and clotheslining people, doing what was called the figure four and suflexes with the opponent screaming in pain. I still remember those days like it was yesterday, and whether it's For real or fake, I don't know. But one thing I know, it entertained me. But tonight, the story I share with you is not one for entertainment. But hopefully, it will enrich your life. 
I want to talk about another wrestler, a wrestler by the name of Jacob. This patriarch, Jacob, was always wrestling with somebody. And as a matter of fact, he started wrestling in the womb. He wrestled with his brother Esau in the womb because the Bible says that as they were coming into their own in the womb of Rebecca, that she felt two nations striving in her womb. When he was a teenager, he wrestled with his father Isaac and his brother Esau for the birthright and the blessing that belonged to the elder child. He wrestled at a place called Luz where he saw in a dream a ladder going from earth to heaven and angels going up and down that ladder. He wrestled at a place called Bethel, the house of God. And it was where he saw that ladder, he realized that God was doing something remarkable. He wrestled with his uh, uncle Laban for 14 years just so that he could have the woman he wanted, Rachel, for her hand in marriage. And now, the text I've read for you tonight is another wrestling match. But this is more than an emotional wrestling match. This is a match that's going to change his entire destiny. Now, Jacob is relatively emotional because the next day he's going to encounter his brother Esau with whom he have not seen in a long time. And after all that he had taken from Esau, I can imagine that Esau's going to be more than hot because of how he was cheated out of his birthright. And yet in this text, we are dealing with Jacob wrestling, not with Esau, but with what is considered to be the angel of the Lord. And there are some scholars who will contend that this is even God himself. And I'm here to tell you, it ain't a pretty sight. Jacob has done a lot of wrong things in his life. Preparing to see his brother Esau for the first time in years. I can imagine him being terrified because word has gotten back to Jacob that Esau got 400 brothers traveling with him. And I can imagine that Jacob is terrified, scared out of his wits. And he reminded God of a promise that he had made at Bethel. So Jacob in this text does something very interesting. He divides the flocks, the herd, the camel into two companies and his family so that Esau took out one, the other would be able to escape. He also tried to appease his brother Esau by sending forth some gifts so that hopefully the anger can come down a little bit. And after the presents were sent to Esau, and after he had taken his immediate family over the brook Jabbok for safekeeping, he left them there. And what messed with me in the text is that it says he returned and was left alone. And it was night. Uh, this is a major shift for Jacob as far as his reality is concerned. Because we are told in verse 24 that a man, and if you read your Bible, you will see that word M is capitalized, wrestles with Jacob until the breaking of the day. It's night church. It's night Facebook, YouTube, Zoom. It's night. Jacob is all by himself. It's night wrestling with the angel of the Lord. Uh, it's night. Some say he's even wrestling with God. Uh, Jacob has nobody else to turn to but God. 
And it's interesting, the very one that he turns to is the one he winds up fighting through the night. So, so what happens when you find yourself wrestling with the God that's supposed to keep you? What do you do when you have to have a wrestling match with God? I, I want to suggest a few things and then I bid you all adieu. First of all, you got to deal with what I call a moment of desolation. In verse 24, we see that the Bible explicitly says that Jacob was all by himself. Y'all, they did not have street lights like they do right now. It was dark. They, they did not have car lights. It was dark. It was desolate. And it's this moment that Jacob is getting ready to make a major life transformation. Fear has been gripping his being because he's going to see his brother Esau the very next day for the first time in a long time. And he has no earthly idea what to expect. This moment, church, of desolation, this moment of emptiness, this moment of loneliness will have you questioning everything about yourself and about your relationship with God. And if we're honest, every now and then, we come to that moment where it seems like nobody gets us, not even God. Let's be honest right now. Fear can create moments of desolation where you think you are all by yourself, where you think nobody understands, where you think nobody cares. And in the text, we see that Jacob sends away anyone and everyone who would have been there for him. And yet in this moment of desolation, of loneliness and of emptiness, a man shows up. This man that shows up is the personification of all the things that Jacob had dealt with in his past. Jacob is fearful of his brother Esau because he know he had done Esau wrong. Jacob is also greedy because he has taken Esau's birthright and tricked his daddy Isaac out of the blessing. Jacob was jealous because even though he was a twin, he was the baby twin and he wanted to be treated like the elder brother. All of this was coming to a head in this text. St. Paul, I know y'all are getting quiet on me. It's New Year's Eve. And for a lot of us, it's night. And many of us are just like Jacob. What are you wrestling with tonight? Who are you wrestling with tonight? Because the daybreak is coming. Somebody here right now, if you're honest, is wrestling with something. That has been holding you back and keeping you down. It could be a grudge. It could be unforgiveness. It could be wrongdoing. It could be a guilty conscience. It could be negativity, crazy emotions, despondency, hopelessness, despair. What are you wrestling with tonight that you need to defeat? Because daybreak is coming. January the 1st is a few hours away. But you got to deal with what you're wrestling with on tonight. Bible says that this man had supernatural strength, but Jacob in his own desolation and desperation held on until the daybreak. And it's this that's going to be the turning moment, the turning point for Jacob's life. And so you got to deal, beloved, on tonight with the moment of desolation, but you also have to come to a point of desperation. That's in verse 26. When the man, the angel, or even God himself did not defeat Jacob. 
So guess what the angel, the man, the Lord did? Touch the socket of Jacob's hip to the point where Jacob's hip was out of joint. But Jacob was so desperate <laughs> that even in his pain, even with his hip out of place, even with a limp, Jacob kept on wrestling. Jacob held on to that man, held on to that angel, held on to that God and would not let go. Oh, the Bible tells us that the man said, hey, let me go. The sun is getting ready to come up. Let me go. The day is breaking. And Jacob said, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but I'm here to let you know the reason that Jacob would not let go is because Jacob had reached a point of desperation. That there was something this man had that Jacob wanted from him. And so the Bible says the man struck Jacob in the hip to subdue him. But even in his pain, Jacob held on. Who am I talking to tonight? That if you're honest on 1231, that you're dealing with some stuff, some pain, some bodily afflictions, some emotional issues, some psychological problems that has gotten your attention. But you have said to yourself, I ain't letting go of God. I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Can we be honest right now? Some of us didn't even know how to pray in 2021 until trouble came our way. And God has a way of resetting you. God has a way of restarting you so you can get your business fixed and your mind made up. But even in the middle of your struggle, you got to show how desperate you are to God. And do I have anybody in the house that know that God will meet you at your point of need? God, I feel like preaching. I, I, I feel like preaching. Listen, 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 listen. Sometimes you got to show God that you for real. So sometimes you got to show God just how desperate you are to get what God has for you. Now, 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 I want, I want you all to understand something because in the text, here is Jacob wanting another blessing, wanting a third blessing. The first blessing he stole from Esau. The second blessing he tricked from his daddy, Isaac. And now here he is wanting a third blessing. And Jacob was so blessed oriented. Jacob was so blessed thirsty. Jacob was so privileged that he thought he was supposed to be blessed. That every time he came in contact with somebody, all he was trying to do was get something for them because he felt like he deserved to be blessed. But he held on to this man and he said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. But brother man, that angel, the Lord, however you want to describe it, basically said, Jacob, you ain't going to steal this blessing. Jacob, you ain't going to play tricks to get this blessing. Jacob, you're going to have to change. You, something's going to have to shift in your reality in order for you to get this blessing. I don't know to whom I'm talking to on the last night of the watch, but I'm here to let you know that somebody is in a wrestling match with God right now. You're dealing with troubles and trials. 
pains and perplexities, uh, suffering and strain, issues and idiots. You are out of joint. You are dealing with a limp. And here's what that limp could look like. It could look like a financial problem or marital issues or bad children or depression or sickness, negative self-esteem, enemies on your track. And I'm here to let you know you ain't going to win this fight by playing tricks and by bargaining and by playing games. But you're going to win this battle by surrendering yourself unto the Lord. Uh, this, 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 this man wrestled uh, with God uh, and this man wrestled that Jacob wrestled with had the power to break Jacob down or to bless him. But Jacob was going to have to live with a limp. And I don't know what blessing Jacob was looking for. I don't know if he was looking for reconciliation with Esau. I don't know if he was looking for more wealth through the flocks. I don't know if he was looking for more children. I don't know if he was looking to right, get right with God. I, I don't know if he was looking to get right with his daddy Isaac. But I do know, he said, I ain't gonna let you go. I'm so desperate that I need what you got for me. What is the blessing you're desperate for right now? God, I feel something pushing me. Is it cash, cars, clothes, a company? What, what is the blessing you're looking for right now? Is it a new house, a new boo, a new bay, new money, new honey? What, 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 what is the blessing you're looking for right now? Is it a new job or better health situation or financial improvement? All of that is fine. Uh-oh. All of that is dandy. Material things are cool. But I want to hold on to God. And I don't want to let go. Because I have made it to this point in my life. I don't need material blessing. I need the blessor who can sustain me when I don't have a dime with me. I need the blessor who will keep me when I'm too dumb and crazy to keep myself. I need the blessor who can shower me with favor and shower me with grace and shower me with mercy. I need the blessor who can do for me what I can't do for myself. Am I talking to anybody at the St. Paul Baptist Church on New Year's Eve that ain't afraid to give the blesser the praise that he deserves? Because if God don't give me anything else, he's already given me more than I deserve. Uh, but then, and, and this is where I'm going to lose some of y'all. Uh, Karen, this is where I'm going to lose a whole lot of folks. Because you got to embrace the change through confession. Uh-oh. 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 You, you, you got to embrace the change through confession. Now, here is the turning point of Jacob's life. And it's summed up in a question. What's your name? <laughs> what, what's your name? When I look at this text, I contend that God could have said a whole lot of things to reprimand Jacob for his deceptive behavior. But instead... He asks Jacob for his name. And God's purpose for raising the question is a lesson for all of us. As a matter of fact, this question altered Jacob's history and it altered salvific history and it can offer your history. In asking God for a blessing, Jacob had to think about the last time he asked for a blessing. The one he had stolen 
from his brother Esau. See, the last time Jacob was asked his name, the question came from his earthly father. Jacob lied and said, my name is Esau. Stole the birthright. But now he finds himself after many wasted years of running from his life. Looking over his shoulder before the all-knowing, all-seeing heavenly father. Once more seeking a blessing he had not earned. And Jacob fully understood the reason and even the indictment behind God's question. And he said, my name is Jacob. God said, you know what? You have finally told the truth. You know what? You finally said something right. You do know what your name means, don't you? Your name means you've been a liar and a cheat. Your name means that you've deceived a whole lot of folks everywhere you went. Your name means you cheated folks out of things to get what you want. But now that you've confessed who you really are. Somebody going to get this. Now that you're real with me as well as yourself, I'm going to change your name from Jacob to Israel. And I'm going to make a great nation out of you. Come here, I just need about six of y'all. I'll make seven because that's good news for all of us because we got a whole lot of folks in our churches, in our spaces, in our places that are wannabes. Uh, too many people in the church are living a lie. Too many people in the church are faking the funk. Too many church wear a mask like you think you got everything right going on in your life. That when people look at you, they think you're the most wonderful person uh, in all of creation. But beneath the surface, You've been lying to yourself and you've been lying to everybody else. Been playing the role of super duper Christian. Mr. and Mrs. Know-it-all. Nobody knows anything but you. You've been playing games with people's lives and your own lives. But when you come to God for real and for real and say, Lord, listen, I messed up. I screwed up. I've sinned. I've fallen short of your glory. Lord, created me a clean heart and renewed in me a right spirit. When you come to the point of your confession, I believe I got six y'all I'll make seven God will give you a brand new name Uh, your name is no longer Jacob your name is no longer supplanter your name is no longer heel grabber your name is no longer Jacob but Israel why because you've struggled with God and with men and have prevailed but wait Scott Scott I can understand Winning or prevailing against people. But I can't understand how you can prevail against God. Betty, how you going to stand up to the one who created everything in the cosmos? Y'all got to help me now. How how, are you going to stand up against the one who flung the stars against the black canvas of the universe? How are you going to stand up against the one that made quasars and pulsars and galaxies and, and all the things that we see in the sky? How can you stand up and wrestle against the supreme creator of the universe? Can I give y'all the shout cue for me tonight? Here's the shout cue. The mere fact that Jacob did not die while wrestling. <laughs> the mere fact that Jacob saw God face to face and was able to live and talk about it the the, the mere fact that Jacob still had a reasonable portion of health life and strength even though he had a limp 
meant that Jacob had prevailed. He may have had a limp, but he was still alive. Who am I talking to tonight that have to testify? Daybreak is coming. You've been through some struggles. You got some scars in your life, but the Lord has allowed for you to survive. And you've seen God do some stuff for you that you could not do for yourself. Who am I talking to tonight that got to understand daybreak is coming? It's going to be a new year on tomorrow. New moments are away. Daybreak is coming. And if you can make it to 120001, you need to tell the Lord thank you you have prevailed you have survived you are still here bankruptcy didn't get you your enemies didn't get you cancer didn't get you COVID didn't get you you didn't lose your mind you didn't lose your faith you didn't lose your hope you didn't lose your grace you didn't lose your mercy you didn't lose your salvation but can you give God a shout tonight because you're not the same person on New Year's Eve than you were on New Year's Day you ought to give God praise because you have prevailed let me get out of here Uh, let me. Let, I, got, I got one more thing I need to drop on y'all, and then, and then I'm done. Can I give you the last thing? Because uh, 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 finally, you got to accept the mastery of your destiny. Uh huh. All right. Yeah. It's, it's right there in the text. Uh, that's in verses 29 through 32. Jacob makes me shout in verse 29 through verse 32. And in the shout part, Jacob says, tell me your name, I pray. And God says, why is it that you ask my name? And the Bible says, and he blessed him. I know some of y'all can't count you because you're like, huh? Here it is. Let me read it one more time. Because we miss where God moves, where God ain't speaking. Jacob says, tell me your name, I pray. The man says, why is it that you ask my name? Now, if I could, just for a moment, let you know that God does not reveal God's name in Genesis. That God revealed God's name in Exodus. All right. I know when no, when no my head, when the Holy Spirit dropped it on me, let me give it to you. Uh, I'm slowing down so you can understand the shout. God did not reveal God's name in Genesis. Genesis is the book of beginnings. And in Genesis, we see how God interacts with humanity. And so it is in Genesis that God is in the process of forming Israel to become a nation. So when he asked, what is your name? At that particular time, God didn't need to give him a name because he wouldn't have been able to handle the name anyhow. That, that, that God did not give him the name because what God was doing in that particular moment was trying to fix Jacob rather than do deliverance. 
So God gives Moses the name because in the Exodus account, he ain't trying to fix Moses, but he's trying to do deliverance. I'm trying to help somebody. That you got to understand that when God is in the process of delivering you, you got to learn how to call upon the name because there's some names that causes God to do some things that just saying Jesus can help you to understand who the essence of he is. Here's what I'm trying to drop on y'all right now. If you're y'all going to get it. Anybody know that it's still at the name of Jesus? Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. That when you look back in the book of the Bible, particularly Genesis and Exodus, he introduced himself when he says, I am that I am. See, Jacob couldn't handle that back then. But when he says, I am that I am, y'all, that's the sweetest name I know in the Bible except the name of Jesus. And anybody here knows when God says, I am that I am, that means he's whatever you need him to be. I am your bread. I am your water. I am a bridge over troubled waters. I am a shelter in a time of storm. I am your doctor in a sick room. I am your lawyer in a courtroom. I am your friend when I'm friendless. I am your mother when you're motherless. I am your father when you're fatherless. I am your God. I am your Lord. I am your Savior. Is there anybody that knows he's whatever you need? Oh, I need a few folks. They ain't afraid to give God praise right now because he is Jehovah Jireh. The Lord your provider. He is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord your healer. He is Jehovah Shalom. The Lord your peace. He is Jehovah Rohi. The Lord your shepherd. Anybody here knows that whatever you need God to be, he is it. And you can call him by his name. Let me. Uh, uh, Jacob. Jacob. Jacob didn't get God's name, but he got a blessing. But y'all, I'm glad to know that we got his name. You miss your shout. Jacob didn't get God's name. We got a blessing. But y'all, we got a name that's still sweet to call. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Why? Because he first loved, loved, loved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Jacob, 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 Jacob. Jacob has a name change. He's changed from trickster to triumph. He's changed from supplanter to supplier. He's changed from heel grabber to God prevailer. Jacob saw God face to face and he survived. And the name of the place Jacob called was Peniel. Uh, you have to remember that when you encounter God for real, that when you have a drag down showdown with God and you're still here, that means that what did not kill you has only made you stronger. Y'all, yes, y'all got to excuse me. My Mississippi trying to slip out. Yes, it's this moment that Jacob shifts from being the father of a bunch of rascals to becoming the patriarch of a nation. But y'all, the Lord revealed to me, yeah, in the text, something that shouts me. That in the text, Jacob moves from being a wrestler to becoming a worshiper. And I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but I want to help some man, woman, boy, girl at the St. Paul Church on New Year's Eve. That if you learn how to move from wrestling God... 
to worshiping God. God's got a blessing just for you. And uh, when I look at uh, what God did, uh, yeah, with Jacob, uh, uh, the Bible says he had a limp. But I want you to know that limp was not a badge of shame, but it was a sign of a change. Some of us are going to leave 2021 with a limp. But you need to go ahead and give God praise. Why? Because God has allowed for you to survive. And God is the only one that has sustained you. And God is getting ready to bless you. Uh, good evening, St. Paul. May the Lord bless you real good. Because uh, I'm here to let you know we're going to leave this night of wrestling. And we're going to start worshiping and giving God praise. As we leave from New Year's Eve. As we leave from the year 2021. Anybody know that daybreak is coming? Anybody know that the sun shall rise again? Is there anybody in the house that knows weeping may endure for a night? Good God Almighty, but joy will come in the morning. Y'all got to excuse me, my Mississippi done slipped on me. But I need a few folks that ain't afraid to give God praise because you know that tonight is the last night. You're going to fight over this. Tonight is the last night. You're going to cry over this. Tonight is the last night. You're going to struggle with this. Tonight is the last night. You're going to go to God with this. I need a few folks that ain't too scared nor afraid to give God praise because God's got a blessing for you and it ain't got to start at 12.01. It can start at 8.37. I need a few folks to understand that God has given you control of your destiny. How can you have control over your destiny? When I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I have mastered my destiny because my victory comes from his victory. My winning comes from his winning. My triumph comes from his triumph. Do I have anybody as St. Paul tonight, though we got victory when we hold on to God's unchanging hand. Anybody here know that day is breaking? Anybody here know we can see God face to face in the person of Jesus? Is there anybody that ain't afraid to shout and give God praise because your blessing is around the corner? Good evening, church. May the Lord bless you real good. But can I tell you about another wrestling match that took place on a hill called Calvary? There's a wrestling match because Jesus is a descendant of Jacob. And he had that wrestling spirit in his DNA. There was a wrestling match nearly 2,000 years ago on a hill called Calvary. The wrestling match is between God and Satan and God sent his very best to take on Satan and I see the devil took your Lord and my Lord through Jesus against the ropes on a Thursday night when Judas betrayed him Satan hit Jesus with a low blow 
him. Satan took a piece of wood uh, called the old rugged cross, uh, hit Jesus on the back uh, early Friday morning. Uh, Satan brought out the whip uh, and beat Jesus to a pump. It didn't look good for Jesus. Uh, Jesus uh, was on a cross. Uh, the referee uh, was known as time. Uh, Satan uh, had Jesus down uh, for the count. Uh, when he died uh, on Friday afternoon, uh, he died uh, until the sun uh, refused to shine. Uh, he died uh, until the earth reeled a rock like a man drunk on Ciroc. Uh, he died uh, until the stars uh, fell from the silvery socket. Uh, he died uh, until uh, the graves uh, gave up the dead. Uh, he died uh, until the Roman soldier uh, had to admit, surely, surely, uh, surely, uh, this must be the Son of God. Uh, they took your Jesus uh, and my Lord uh, down from that cross uh, and they placed him uh, in a borrowed tomb. Uh, time the referee uh, brought down his hand. One, uh, that was Friday. Uh, the referee time uh, took up his hand, uh, brought down his hand. Uh, one more time, uh, that was Saturday. The referee brought up his hand to bring it down for the ultimate defeat on Sunday morning and just as he was getting ready to hit the match early woo, I said early Sunday morning he got up with all power he got up with all anointing he got up with all the juice he got up with all authority he got up with all power all power all power all power yes good god almighty yes can y'all help me to give god praise because i'm glad he defeated the devil gave us the victory now i need somebody i need anybody i need everybody that know had it not been for the lord on our side ain't no telling where we would be right now but can you give god praise because you got the victory can you give god praise because you are a winner can you give god praise because you're an overcomer can you give god praise because we're more than conquerors can you lift up your hands open up your mouth throw back your head and bless his name is he worthy is he worthy say yes Say yes! Say yes! 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 If you've ever wrestled with God, 
and you still alive Was this word for tonight? No, no, I, I, I don't need that. Here's if this word was for you, I don't need a clap, I need a praise because you're still alive. No, no, I need a praise because you, if this word was for you, I need you to give God the very best praise you have given him in 2021. Go ahead, open up your mouth, make the devil mad, give God praise because you survived. You're still alive. Who is this word for online? In your house, in your bedroom, in your living room, in your kitchen. In your den, in your workout area. Give God praise if this word was for you. Let me, let me. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Here's what I want to do. There may be someone, right? Listen, sit down, sit down, sit down. Listen, I don't want you to go into um, 2021 without knowing this God I just preached about. You want to know when new year start, new beginning, the moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. So, so tonight, I want to lead you in a prayer. If you're watching us online or if you're in the house, a prayer of a new life, a prayer of a brand new start prayer brand new beginning and to let you know that God is waiting for you to say yes and I'm going to let you know what we need you to do to affirm that yes all heads bowed in. Would you repeat this prayer after me? Lord, I need you. Wait, wait, before we start this prayer. We all going to pray this prayer because it's a reminder for those who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, what he has done in our lives. And so we're going to all say it together, if you will, because I don't want anyone who is trying to make this decision to feel like they're by themselves. So it's a reminder for us, but it may be a confession for somebody else. And so as we pray this prayer, and if this prayer is meant for you, I'm going to actually make a decision right now. So let's say this prayer. Lord, I need you to be the God of my life. 
I believe you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe he died on a cross. I believe you raised him from the dead. And tonight, I want him to be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Make me brand new. I accept the gift of your salvation. In the name of Jesus, I pray this prayer. Amen. Listen to me. Hear me and hear me well. If you prayed this prayer and you're watching us online, if you're on Facebook or YouTube and you're watching us online, just want you to type in the chat, uh, salvation. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you and let you know what the next steps are. If you're, if you're watching us, uh, in some, on, you listen to us on the phone or you want to call in, call us at 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your number. If you want salvation, somebody will reach out to you. Uh, Marilyn, I'm going to put you on the spot by 5 o'clock tomorrow. And let you know what the next steps are. I know it's, it's Saturday and it's New Year's Eve, but every now and then check your phone message, Marilyn, would you? Somebody might be answering the call to salvation. If you're in the house right now, if you're in the church... And that prayer was meant for you. And you're going like, you know what? I want to be saved. I want a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. If that's you, here's how you say yes. Wherever you are right now, would you just stand up? Come on down. Ain't nobody going to bite you. Ain't nobody going to look at you funny. We're going to celebrate it. We're going to clap for you. It's going to probably be the biggest applause you've ever had in your life. If you're in the house right now, you know you need a relationship with God. Would you go ahead and come on down right now? Hold up your hand. If you want to, you can even hold up your hand. I'll come get you. I'll put on my mask. I'll come get you. Hold up your hand if that's you. If this is you, hold up your hand. I'll come get you. I'll come get you right now. I will come get you. I will come get you. I, I promise I'll come get you. Amen. Amen. Here's my second call. If you're in the house right now, and you're saying to yourself, Man, listen, I'm saved. I know who Jesus Christ is and part of my sin. I, I've been baptized, but I don't have a church home. I don't want you to go into the new year and not be connected. Don't buy what folks are saying, saying you ain't got to be part of a church in order to be saved. While you don't, you really miss out on the blessings that God has for you by not being connected to the community of faith. And we ain't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but the church is the best thing God's got going in creation. So if that's you, my brother, my sister, you don't have a church home, I would love to be your pastor. And all these wonderful disciples of St. Paul would love to be your brothers and sisters. Are you coming? Amen. Amen. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Will there be another tonight? Tonight. Will there be another? Will there be another? If that's you tonight, would you come? Would you come? Can we celebrate my brother that has come already? Will there be another? Tonight is your opportunity. You ain't got to go into the new year. You can get that right now, right now. Will there be another? Will there be another? Man, woman, boy, girl, will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Right now is your chance. Right now is your opportunity. We would love to have you go. I don't want you to cross over because guess what? Here's the crazy thing. New year still ain't promised to you. I want you to get this fixed tonight. Will there be another? Will there be another? There may be somebody else in the house 
that need to say, listen, I would love to roll with St. Paul. We'll love to have you to come with us. Will there be another? Will there be another? There may be somebody joining us online. If you're joining us online, would you type in connect? Type in connect online. Type in connect online. Somebody will reach out to you and let you know what the next steps are. Or call the office, 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your number. Sister Marilyn will reach out to you by 5 o'clock tomorrow and let you know what the next steps are if you want to become part of the St. Paul congregation. We would love to have you. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Going once, going twice. Will, will there be another? Now, here's the crazy thing. I've had folks to come up to me after church and say, you know, I was afraid to walk down, but I'm coming up now. Listen, if that if that's you, I'll take you even after church. But we would love for you to come right now because I want you to get the shout and the blessing of knowing that you are wanted and you are desired in this place. Amen. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Don't have a church home. You're not connected to a church. Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Amen. 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 Listen. Let me put my hand. I'm gonna keep my distance, but we're delighted that the Lord has laid upon your heart to become a part of our congregation. And so you're gonna take us into the new year on a high note. We thank God for you making this decision. Deacon Marilyn is gonna take you in the back. She's gonna have a conversation with you, let you know what the next steps are. Um, and as you go out, uh, you're going to get the biggest cheer you've ever heard because of this decision to link up with us. So, would you follow uh, Deacon Marilyn? And St. Paul, can we show him that St. Paul gratitude of what God... Oh, we could do a whole lot. Stand up on your feet and give God praise because God ain't got to send nobody. Stand up if you're able. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Listen, we're getting ready to go. We're getting ready to go. But before we do that, have a seat. Have a seat. This is what we're going to do. Before we go, we're going to have our memorial period. These are the names that you have sent in to us of persons who have died in 2021. 2021 still claiming numbers today. Some of the dignitaries that have died just over the past few days, Bishop Desmond Tutu and Bishop Ernestine Ream. Some of y'all may not know her, but I knew her from Hampton. Betty White even died. She was almost 100. Somebody was going around talking about 99 and a half on due. But guess what? She lived a full life. I love me some Betty White. So we're going to have the names of loved ones who have died. And I'm going to ask Scott if you could do it one more time. Play some appropriate music. Then after that, we're going to have our benediction. And I don't know where y'all going, but I'm going home. All right. Let's start.
We've come to worship. We depart to serve. I forgot to thank our parking ministry. Can we give God praise for our parking ministry? Love you guys. Thank you all so very much. Glad to see you all. Thank you. Deborah, 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 come out for a moment. I need to see something. Hey, can we do a prayer call tonight at, at 11.50? All right, so I'm going to do a prayer call at 11.50 tonight. Anybody want to join me? They just go to the website and click on the, what they need to do. Okay, she's going to send a text message and email just to pray the new year in. So anybody that want to join me tonight, 11.50. Uh, we'll use our prayer line and we'll pray the new year in. And um, so you can join me at 1150 for fellowship and things like that. And, and, at, and we're going to pray the new year in, okay? Listen, Sunday we're going to worship. We're going to try to keep this as safe and as secure as possible. We're keeping an eye on numbers. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to worship. Um, please get vaccinated and wear your mask. Please get vaccinated and wear your mask. Uh, vaccination doesn't keep COVID from hitting you, but if it hits you, it ain't gonna knock you out. You don't have to die from COVID. I love you all. Um, have a happy new year. Let's close out in prayer. God, we thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard. We have experienced your presence in this place. Now, God, as we get ready to leave from this space, give us traveling grace back to our homes. And as we prepare to cross over, from 2021 to 2022 we thank you even now because how you have blessed us so God dismiss us from this moment never from your presence keep us in your sovereign care until we are able to come back together again in spirit and in truth in Jesus name we pray we say amen. Happy New Year. God bless you all. Be safe. Follow the directions of our ushers. Follow the directions of our ushers as you get ready to go out. God bless you all. I love you. God loves you even more. Be safe. And again, Happy New Year.